The last words of any man are significant, but how much more when those last words are spoken by the God-man, the Lord Jesus? In today's study, we visit the cross and listen to the final words of Christ spoken just before his death. You will find that they hold tremendous truth and application for all of us who live on this side of the cross. Open your Bible and let's join Scott Pauley now at Calvary. It was midnight in the middle of the day when God the Father turned his back on his own son. I mean, literally, the lights went out. And this was not a normal solar eclipse. This was a spiritual darkness, a darkness that could be felt. We're in Matthew 27 and verse number 45 where the Bible says, Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. So on the Jewish timetable, that is from noon to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Friend, it's not dark from noon to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's the peak of light. That's, uh, that is the sun at its height and yet darkness over all the land. Verse 46 says, In about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? We're moving from the why to the what. Uh, we've learned already something from this about Christ's separation and our reconciliation. Why was he separated? Uh, so that we could receive eternal life. That's the what. But today, let me talk to you about Christ's question and our consolation. Uh, just a practical application. We know theologically he was separated for our salvation, but just practically, did it ever dawn on you that the Lord Jesus Christ cried, why? Something bad happens. What's the first thing we all ask? Why? You get bad news. Why? Somebody dies. Why? It's normal. It's natural. And might I say, it's not sinful. Because if Jesus cried, why? It must not be sinful. All men ask. And Christ was all man. He was the perfect man. And in fact, when I see Jesus asking why, it brings me some comfort. His question brings me some consolation because it reminds me he knows exactly what we're going through. He feels it with us, and he cares. You see, all of us have dark hours. Perhaps today you're, you're going through dark hours. Oh, it's the middle of the day. It's, it's bright and light, and the world moves on. It was a bustling place on the highway near that Mount Calvary where Jesus was dying. People were in a rush to get somewhere. It was the feast time. Uh, there was lots of business being transacted and in the midst of all of that darkness. And maybe that's where you are today, surrounded by people, uh, covered up with things to do, but walking through great darkness, and it's spiritual darkness. And by the way, only God knows how long it will last. You'll notice in Matthew 27 that Jesus' hours of darkness lasted for three hours. That must have been a long three hours. Have you ever been in a place with all the lights out? I mean utter darkness. Uh, we have near where I live an exhibition coal mine that carries uh, tourists deep beneath the, the earth's surface down into the depths of a coal mine. And when they get you there, at one point they turn all the lights out. And I'm telling you, it is really darkness that can be felt. There's nothing quite like it. You can't see your hand in front of your face, literally. That's the kind of darkness they were dealing with. And when you get in that kind of darkness for a moment or two, you, you want light. Can you imagine experiencing that for three hours? 
Only God knows how long your darkness will last, but I want to remind you it will not last forever. Even Christ's darkness did not last forever. The only darkness that lasts forever is the darkness of hell, what Jude calls the blackness of darkness forever. And the only people that experience that darkness will be those who reject Jesus Christ, who choose to go right on in their sin and die without God. Friend, don't let that be you. But if you're a Christian, just know this. Dark hours will come in life, but they will not last forever. And when you get in that darkness, you, you want to ask why. Isn't that right? But here's what I want to recommend to you. Bring your questions to God. Did you notice that when Jesus asked why, it was not addressing the people, and he was not talking to himself. It too was a prayer. My God, my God, why? See, here's what you have to do. You have to drag your questions kicking and screaming into the presence of a holy God. That's what prayer is. Bring all of your emotion to him. Bring all of your uncertainty to him. Bring all of your hurt and brokenness to him. May I say, he has to be your God. I love the fact that though he doesn't refer to him as father, he still calls him my God. My God. Is he your God? If he's your God, then even when you feel distant, even when all you feel is darkness, you can still talk to him. And I would like to point out to you as well that there was no answer. Oh, there was an answer. Uh, the answer was salvation. Jesus actually knew the answer before he ever even went to the cross. And the answer comes in our salvation. The answer comes in the fact that we now have been restored to the Lord. Praise God for that. Uh, but may I say to you, at that moment, there was no audible answer from heaven. There was no uh, voice that said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, like there had been early on in his ministry. And maybe right now you're asking, why, Lord? Why? Why? And there is no immediate answer. Know this, that even in the silence, God is at work. In fact, in these hours of darkness, divine transaction was taking place. The greatest business ever conducted on planet Earth took place in the dark. The greatest thing that was ever accomplished, ever procured eternal life was bought and paid for when heaven seemed silent. God is always working in the darkness and in the silence. I'm thinking now of that verse uh, from a man who knew something about suffering, and that was Job. And do you remember what Job said in Job chapter 13 and verse number 15? Though he slay me, yet will I trust him in him. I'll trust him. Friend, Christ was slain on the cross, and yet his confidence was still in God. His faith was still in the Father. We'll come more to that in our next study. Job understood something of that. He didn't suffer anything like what Jesus did, but even in the fact that he was suffering as he was, he was still trusting in the Lord. And whatever your suffering is today, Whatever your difficulty is today, move from the why to the what. When you can't get your answers, when you can't figure it all out, when you can't get all your questions lined up like you want to, and then just move to the what. Here's what we know. We know that God is still God. God is still on the throne. God is still hearing and answering prayers. God's eye is still on you. His ears open to your cry. And God is able to make all things beautiful. In his time. We're moving from the why to the what. 
Uh, we see in Christ's separation our reconciliation, and we see in Christ's question our consolation. What we know, what we know is this, that when you can't get all your questions answered, you just have to rest and trust that God still has everything under complete control. In fact, when it seemed like all was chaos and all was emptiness and all was darkness at that moment, God created the world. And when it seemed like at Calvary all was chaos and all was emptiness and all was darkness, God was saving the world. And when it seems like in your life all is chaos and all is emptiness and all is darkness, God is at work in your life, and you can trust him. Make very sure, first of all, that he's your God, that you've trusted him, that you belong to him and he belongs to you, and then if so, cry out to him today. Learn to pray from your praying Savior. Bring your questions to your God. Can you hear the cries from the cross? In each of these Holy Spirit-inspired words, God has a message for us. We hope that through this study, you will come to know and love the Lord Jesus in a deeper way. For more information on a personal relationship with Christ or for helpful devotional resources, please visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will have access to hundreds of articles, full-length Bible messages, and the complete Enjoying the Journey broadcast library. Remember that only as you follow God's Word will you find Christ's joy.